Okay, welcome to the fourth and final volume of this set of shows, podcasts, for Mr. Marshall's virtual classroom. And uh, I really, really like this last little bit. This is for Block G. And uh, it turned out to be, you know, saving the best for last. So if you're in another class, don't don't be uh, jealous. But I have included more content from each of these. But there's only three groups, so uh, nobody got uh, more time than any other than any other classroom. Um, what we're gonna hear is um, the first one is a newscast, similar to what we've heard before. But this group takes it a little differently because it seems that everybody has a role in this in this uh, short clip, and. Um, they really cover a lot of things pretty well. So uh, the second one is an interview situation with a slave, a former slave. and uh, But this is unlike any other interview that you've ever heard before. So listen closely to this one, and you will definitely remember it. And finally, the last one is a... Um, it is a discussion with a southern belle. And it's very interesting talk, and it's done very well with a very good southern accent. But most notably, there is music accompanying. And I'd like everybody to take notice that this is not recorded music. This is music actually performed by one of the students in the group. And it is an exceptional piece of music. So, uh, listen up. This is the last of the four. So, hopefully you've enjoyed this series. And, um... Hopefully, if all works out well, we can do this again. So, uh, listen closely and enjoy. Now we have an update on the South. As you know, the Underground Railroad has been upsetting and frustrating Southern slave owners for quite a while now. More slaves continue to make their way to the North through secret escape routes. Justin, our field reporter, Georgia, has located a group of escaping slaves while searching a basement for some special antiques. And not doing her job, might I add, she has managed to secure an interview with one of the escaping slaves whose name shall remain anonymous for safety reasons. Right, Annie. I'm here with an anonymous slave escapee who is willing to share her experience with us. So, what inspired you to escape to the north? Fedris Stapler. Oh, yes. He's an escaped slave, too. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, no. I hear Southerners approaching. No! We've lost connection. I sure hope they're all right. Oh, now we have a live interview with William Lloyd Garrison, who founded the Anti-Slavery Society, the first group that called for the end of slavery. Yes, Annie, I'm here with abolitionist leader William Lloyd Garrison. So, what gave you the idea to form the Anti-Slavery Society? Once I saw how Harriet Tubman was helping slaves escape, I had a revelation and everything changed for me. I thought I too can do something to bring justice to the Southerners and equality for the African Americans. Wow, so it sounds like you're really dedicated to helping free slaves. Is there anything you wouldn't do to stop slavery? Well, yes. For instance, I do not think it was right for Nat Turner to murder slave owners. In my opinion, violence is completely out of the question. I see. Well, thank you very much for talking with us today. Back to you, Annie. Thank you for tuning in to today's news. Good night, and until next time, this is Annie Donaldson with the Freedom News. Ta-da! Wait in the water.
What you just heard was the wonderful song, Wade in the Water, sung by Mildred Moe and Addie Madison. I'm Linda Carmen, coming to you from CHS Radio. Today, I will be interviewing two extraordinary women who survived the horrors of slavery in the 1800s and encountered the many dangers of segregation and racial discrimination. Please welcome Addie Madison and Mildred Moe. Hello, Addie and Moe. Please, honey, call me Mama Moe. Okay, Mama Moe. Both of you, welcome to CHS Radio. How are you today? I'm doing just fine, honey child. Oh, wait! When you been on this earth as long as I have, your bones just don't seem up to it anymore. But I'm in good spirits, and the Lord Jesus is with me. So, did you escape slavery? Oh, child, you know life was not easy as a slave. We had to escape. Well, how did you do it? I was lucky enough to escape through the Underground Railroad. They smuggled us out through the backwoods. We had to walk through swamps, and they hid us from the slave masters. That must have been a dangerous and difficult ordeal. How do you feel about people like Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass? They were brave, very brave. Anyone with a heart that big must hold a special place in heaven up there with Jesus. I met her once, that Harriet Tubman. She was a former slave, too, and she gave us advice for the future. We met so many big-hearted people on that underground railroad. Wow, that's so amazing. And... And how do you feel about people like Nat Turner? When you keep a people under such oppression for so long, they start to lose themselves. What Nat Turner did was an act of desperation. It was wrong, but it stirred awareness of slave oppression in the white population. How do you feel about William Lloyd Garrison and his foundation of the American Anti-Slavery Society? I think the entire slave community was relieved by those groups' calls for the immediate end to slavery in the U.S. It gave us hope, and that hope starts through hard times. That was truly an inspirational story. Thank you so much, Mama Mo and Addie, for coming on the show and sharing your horrible but uplifting story. And remember to join us next time for next time on CHS Radio. Thank you for having us, honey. for tuning into NAN, Northern American News. Today we have a special guest from the South, Miss Scarlett Bell, daughter of famous plantation owner and slaveholder, Mr. Robert Bell. So tell me, Miss Bell, tell me about your typical day. First of all, you can call me Miss Scarlett. That's what all my daddy's slaves call me. Well, I wake up in the morning and my maids dress me. Then I walk down and eat my breakfast that they prepared. Then I do all my studies with my tutor. I eat lunch that my maids bring me. I take a nice long walk, um, more studies, eat supper with my family, read a book, and I go to bed. That's nice, Miss Scarlett. So what do you think about the growing tension between the North and the South? <laughs> well, my daddy says that the North is just jealous because they don't have any black folk to do their work for them, that they just blame us for their downfalls. It's not our fault that God made people more superior to the others. Don't you think that slavery is unconstitutional? I mean, Jefferson wrote himself that all men are created equal. Well, didn't you know that Jefferson himself had slaves, hmm? And he wrote, all men are created equal. I didn't hear nothing about no black men. Have you ever visited the North, Miss Scarlett? 
Why, yes, I have. My family and I traveled up to New York once to get me a dress for my Miss Southern Belle pageant. I loved all the lights of the city life. There's always something going on everywhere. What do you think about your transportation? The differences between the North and the South. Oh my goodness, I just love walking around and not having to worry about getting my dress dirty. I didn't have to lift up my skirt once to avoid the mud. And traveling in the carriage, oh my, it's so smooth. In the South, it's all dirt roads and whatnot. <laughs> it is nice to have not to worry about the dirt. What do you think about the industrialization in the North? I know that the South is more based on agriculture. What was it like when you saw the machinery and whatnot? Well, let me tell you. It was so intriguing. Look at all those modern technology. I needed someone to pinch me and make sure I wasn't dreaming. We have the cotton gin, of course, at our plantation, but to see all those big steamboats that Mr. Robert Fulton created, wow, and to see all the different guns, it was truly amazing. Okay, we have time for one more question. What is your opinion on the nationalist versus the sectionalist? Well, the nationalists just think of us as a whole. They try to cover up that there's controversy. What about all the different states? I think that each state should have its own government and laws. It's too difficult to try and please everyone like those nationalists do. Thank you for tuning into NAN. And thank you, Miss Scholar, for your time. And please tune in to next time when I interview Robert E. Lee.